Hey everyone, uh, this is Katie Sweetman with Empowering Astrology and this is a, another weekly live look at the astrology. It's September 21st into the 27th, 2020. So again, my name is Katie. I work under the name Empowering Astrology. I've been doing Empowering Astrology for the last 10 years, which is kind of crazy to think. But we gather every week to talk about the astrology, what's going on, how do we work with the astrology? And that's really at the heart and the soul of Empowering Astrology. I often say that you are 50% the astrology is other 50%. So how do you best show up this week? How do you see how the astrology is interfacing with you? What is it triggering? What is it bringing to the forefront? How do you transform with this astrology? So that's kind of at the heart and the soul, I guess, of empowering astrology, because I just remember being a teenager and reading about Saturn square this and Mars doing that. And I'm like, Oh, wow, this is terrible. But I've been I've been working with the astrology myself even longer than the past 10 years. And so this is why I try to share my point of view every week and also every day in my daily content. So I just want to say hi to those on the live broadcast. I see Joanna, I see so Sue, I see Laura. Nice to see familiar faces every week. Um, we, we gather here to kind of what's going on in the world. I know that there is definitely a lot going on. And as I record this, we're at the last day of Virgo season. So when the sun reaches or any really any planet reaches the last degree of a sign, we're sort of in a reflection. What's going on? What did we learn over the last four weeks? Um, while in this case, the sun was in Virgo, if it's another planet, we have to see how long that planet was in the sign. Sometimes this is quite quick, you know, Mercury can kind of breeze past the last degree of a sign of Saturn. Saturn, for example, is going to kind of sit at the last degree of Capricorn as we go into the beginning or the very end of November into the beginning of December, for example, before it changes signs on December 17th of this year. So we're looking back, we're at the end of Virgo season, Virgo season. Now, anytime the sun goes through a zodiac sign, it's sort of like life is colored by that zodiac signs archetype and Virgo gives us an opportunity after Leo season to get back down to earth to be practical to get the things done that we need to get done to make plans to prepare for the coming days and weeks and months because you know as I record this you know it's getting a bit colder in New York City. And so we're kind of, at least here in the Northeast United States, um, maybe this is different elsewhere, but we're getting a sense, okay, we have to start preparing for colder weather for winter. This is a time when we harvest, we gather the food that we need. Um, I mean, certainly this was the case, um, you know, how our ancestors did it all the way up until recent times, like we had to prepare. So Virgo is that time when we have to look, you know, that very discerning eye 
eye over everything what needs to get done now virgo is a sign of health and healing and wellness so we've had to take a look at our physical physical being our physical lives you know how are we taking care of ourselves virgo is a sign of hygiene so that's been our focus for the last four weeks now here's the thing come tomorrow september 22nd the sun goes into libra so very different sign than Virgo. You know, every zodiac sign um, is sort of gives us a lens in which how to live life. The 12 zodiac signs is the wheel of life. You know, we go from one to the next. There's a progression. It gives us a sense of balance. It helps us to put order and purpose and meaning into our lives. You know, I always think like Virgo is the hinge in the zodiac. I feel like without Virgo, it just kind of, falls apart so that you know i'm a definitely uh, i think virgo is an underrated sign i'm a huge virgo kind of supporter and champion like even so sometimes i you know make a little bit of fun of virgo my mom's a virgo um but i really do think it's um, such an important sign they're all important but again virgo it's like without that grounded practicality it's it's hard for a lot of the other signs to flow just my opinion so look back look back at the last four weeks um we had a virgo new moon last week on the i believe it was the 18th 17th i can't remember um and that new moon for example says even though we're crossing into libra season we still got our virgo work cut out for us so we are still organizing and cleaning as we go into october that said tomorrow september 22nd the sun goes into libra so we start a whole new season now this time you know we're kind of experiencing life through the lens of the seventh sign of the zodiac the seventh sign of the zodiac we've sort of reached the midpoint of of all the 12 signs and libra is about relationships about partnerships it's the sign of socialization if aries is the first ruled by Mars, it's about the I, it's about the self. You need Libra, and, and you know, to be fair, you need all the signs, but you need Libra to counterbalance Aries. Because if we're just doing Aries all the time, if we're just doing Mars all the time, we don't think about what other people need. We don't listen, we don't um, compromise, we don't negotiate. We, there isn't a sense of the, the, the other. So this is the time in the Zodiac calendar when we're like, oh, there are other people out there and they have needs, they have wants, they have desires, but, but I have desires and needs and wants. So how do we strike a balance? How do we find something that serves everybody? So it's a season to look at the other people in our life. Now, Libra is an air sign. So part of what I call the well, the technical term, the triplicity of air, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. Um, Libra is not just, uh, it's, it's relationships, but it's more one-on-one -on -one relationships where Aquarius teaches us about the group, the whole, the collective. But this season, and you know, Libra, obviously romantic relationships, but this is a time when we have to look at all relationships, not just romantic partnership. This is the person that you work with, the person that you 
you know, coffee counter, the person that is your best friend. Yes, technically in astrology, these different types of relationships belong elsewhere in the zodiac. That is, again, technical point. But really, the key of socialization is Libra. The key of socialization is Venus. Venus is the ruler of Libra. So Venus smooths things over. It wants a balance. It wants harmony. It wants to think of other people and kind of get consensus. Venus, there's kind of a natural sweetness to it. Um, Venus is both the ruler of Taurus, so Earth Venus. Taurus is an Earth sign. Or Air Venus, Libra. So Libra is a little, you know, there's a little bit of reputation for Libra for being passive. And I think that's actually like, think about that at your own peril, because I think Libra can be like brilliant strategists, negotiators, uh, diplomats, there is a sense of action with Libra, even though it's always this like, Oh, yeah, what do you want kind of a thing. So no, Jojo's asking about a cancer yet. I'm just talking about it's Libra season tomorrow. So this is Libra season for everybody. So we are, this is a time for us to examine our relationships. It's a time to maybe get in touch with that Venus. It's a time to think diplomatically. Venus is a sign or rather a planet that does connect us to beauty. It connects us to design, aesthetic, harmony. So how, where's the the role of beauty and harmony and aesthetic? In our life. If you have a strong Libra in your charts or a strong Venus in your chart, for example, um, sometimes, uh, not always, but often uh, design and beauty, uh, aesthetics uh, do play a part of how you express who you are or even your life. There's a, there's a sense of style with Libra. So how do we really get in touch with you know, that sense of style over the next four weeks. You know, as I record this, Venus, the ruler of what will be the Libra sun come tomorrow, is in Leo. It will be in Leo until the beginning of October of 2020. So there's a little bit of a pizzazz to this Leo season, or not Leo season, Libra season. There's a little bit of a sense of creativity and a focus on talents and a focus on self-expression. So we've got this kind of fire and air combo for a couple of weeks. And then I, you know, I'm going to look at my calendar. Venus goes into Virgo on October second very different vibe um that would be more of a venus that's a little bit more behind the scenes a little bit more hidden so you're gonna see a little bit of a change in libra season after we get into october but enjoy enjoy it now enjoy the socialization this week um which brings me to mercury so today on monday uh september 21st mercury it's squaring pluto so i want to kind of paint a bigger picture and i've talked about this from time to time it's kind of easy to lose focus of all the moving parts because there are a lot of moving parts in astrology so there are presently are three planets in capricorn we have jupiter saturn and pluto so Pluto has been there since 2008. It's not going to leave until 2023, 2024, but it's starting to get to the end of Capricorn. 
Jupiter. Jupiter has been there since last December. Jupiter spends about a year in each of the signs. So Jupiter is sort of coming to the end of its time in Capricorn. It'll leave Capricorn in December of this year. Then we have Saturn. Now Saturn has been in Capricorn minus a little bit of a dip out March until July when it went into Aquarius. But Saturn has been in Capricorn since the very end of December of 2017. So we've had this concentration of energies kind of all in the same place. Sky, Jupiter. Jupiter talks about faith, truth, meaning, the, the laws of man, like meaning what do we kind of agree is like right and wrong? Sometimes we don't agree <laughs> what's right and wrong. You know, Jupiter is the planet that pushes us to explore the world. It pushes us to travel. It pushes us to go to school, to get curious about life, to accumulate knowledge and wisdom. Also opinions, sometimes too many opinions. Then there's Pluto. Pluto has been in this process of completely tearing things down, rebuilding them, tearing things down again since the beginning of 2008. Now, if you are a Capricorn, if you are a Cancer, a Libra, if you are an Aries, life has probably been a bit tough to varying degrees for the last 12 years. I know that's a long time. So because there's a key part of your life and in fact this is the same for everybody it's a key part of your life that's been in a state of rebuilding tearing down transforming for the better part of 12 years this is going to go on for a few more years sorry to inform you but that plus saturn and capricorn has pretty much made for a tough 2020 we went into 2020 called this energy Saturn Pluto and then Jupiter too, kind of a wrecking ball because Capricorn is the sign of structure. It's the physical structures of our lives. Sometimes it's, it's our physical being, you know, Saturn Capricorn is bones and teeth. It's like the physical structure of our being. And we've seen the structure of our life completely transform. And in some case feels like it's been sort of knocked down, rebuilt, knocked down over the past few years, if not since January. Because back on January of, gosh, I can't even remember this point, crazy, you know, 2020's crazy year. I think it was um, like the mid, the middle, the 20th, the 20th of January. Um, usually these dates are seared into my brain. I have a crazy memory for dates. Um, Saturn and Pluto came together in the sky for the first time since 19 November 1982, the first time they were together in Capricorn since 1518. Yes, 1518. Anyway, I'm kind of getting off on a tangent. We've had all this energy. January 12th, Janice, thank you, Janice. January 12th, I think I remember, because there was like other things going on. There was an eclipse. There was Uranus station this. Anyway, there's been a concentration of energy in the sky in Capricorn. So here comes here comes Mercury. Mercury has been in Libra. It's now pinging. It's squaring off these planets. So Mercury, planet of choice, planet of communication, writing, speaking, ideas, listening. It's, you know, how we take in information. And it's 
kind of activating these planets. So whatever is happening this week, we need to sort of understand that it's part of a bigger story and maybe even a story that began in 2008. So Mercury squares Pluto today. Now, Pluto is this planet that demands, and I say demand because outer planets, and when I say outer planets, I mean Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. There are more, but these are the ones that I feel confident in working with at the moment. But um, Pluto it demands transformation. It says that you now need to look at how you, in this case, Mercury, communicate. Do you, is there a shadow side of your communication? Is there an unconscious motivations, patterns, how you communicate the ideas, your, the information? So we might be having very intense conversations or intense conversations with ourselves today or throughout this week. This is subject matter. This is um, searching within that maybe ties to things that are much older then this week they might have their roots in January of this year. They might have its roots in the beginning of 2018 when Saturn went into Capricorn. It might have its roots in 2008. Maybe just for a quick refresh, you will know the area of your life where Pluto is, and so you know that part that's part of your life that's been you know tearing down and rebuilding since 2008. So Aries. This is your professional life. This is your career, your ambitions, how the world sees you, your responsibilities. Taurus, it's your beliefs. It's your worldview. It's how you learn. It's your philosophy. It's your opinions. It's your faith. Um, Gemini, this is the deepest, darkest parts of you. It's your shadow. It's your psyche. It's your, your emotional self, your emotional health. Um, cancer, relationships, other people, how you let people in, how do you connect, how you socialize. Um, Leo, health, wellness, how you take care of your body, uh, projects, work, organization, daily habits and ritual. Um, Virgo, how you express who you are, your talents, your individuality, your persona, personality, uh, your, your, how you express who you are, the essence of who you are. Um, Scorpio, no, I, Leo, Libra, <laughs> jumping over somebody. Libra, this is about home and family, where you live, where your roots, the past, your emotional needs, um, this, the very foundation of your life, mom and dad. Um, Scorpio, voice, communication, information, ideas, choices, how people hear you, how you use your mind, how you learn. Um, Sagittarius, money, income, st material stability, material needs, value, worth, resources, the money you make. Um, Capricorn, you, <laughs> the very, you know, structure of you, how you lead, how you move forward, how you express who you are on a more rudimentary level. Ego. Um, Aquarius, the, the hidden parts of you, your spirituality, your connection to something greater, your connection to source, creator, God, whatever you want to call it, your unconscious, 
your hidden self, your blind spots, your undoings, your addictions, the things that you're attached to that you need to let go of, your baggage. Um, Pisces, uh, friends, your community, your your social networks, your social circle groups, um, the sense of belonging that you have and how you look out into the world and your hopes and your dreams and your wishes for the future. Um, so this is this particular part of your life that's been in a state of really intense work over the last 12 years. So this is why I kind of point this out because here comes Mercury. It squares Pluto on September 21st. A couple days later, on September 23rd, it squares Saturn. So Saturn sort of like is like it, it sort of slows us down. It says if you're going to move forward, you need to consider all the options. You need to weigh things seriously. You need to set boundaries. Saturn is the planet of no. Well, sometimes it's the planet of yes, but it better be a good yes, and it better be a very wise and mature yes. Saturn wants relationship. You know, Mercury is in Libra, by the way. Saturn wants partnership. You know, Saturn's exalted in Libra, but. What does Saturn want overall? It wants balance, it wants equity, it wants fairness, it wants commitment, and it wants something that's stable and sustainable for the future. So if you're saying yes to something this week, it better be a good yes. It better hit all the Saturn, you know, kind of checkbox on the Saturn list. But you might be having to make a serious decision this week on or around the 23rd of September. You might need to you know, look at your life and look kind of might be a milestone moment. It might be something again that threads back to the last 12 years. You might need to use your voice in a more mature way. Saturn is the planet of maturity and growth. It's, it's sometimes in astrology you read that Jupiter is a planet planet of growth. They're both both Saturn and Jupiter are the planet of growth. They just do it differently. You know, for for Saturn it's really concrete growth. With Jupiter it's sometimes we physically expand, but it's more like an, you know the growth of our mind, the growth of our soul, the growth of our wisdom. So it's just two very different types of growth. So, you know, Saturn's sort of pumping the brakes a little bit this week. You know, speaking of pumping the brakes, and then on the 24th, Mercury opposes Mars. Now, Mars, as you may remember, has been retrograde since September 9th, and it's going to be retrograde until November 13th. So right now, we can't use our Mars, meaning we can't use action, willpower, aggression, um, moving forward in the way that we would normally do it. Mars right now is in Aries. It's very strong in Aries. But again, we can't do Mars and Aries as we normally would because it's retrograde. So there's something where we might sort of hit up against Mars this week. How do we choose, choose wisely, knowing all of our unconscious motivations, because we have Pluto, understanding that what's happening this week is part of a greater story. It's sort of a stepping stone in something larger. But how do we do things differently? Maybe before we would like fly off the handle, or maybe before we would do this, but we can't. We got all these checks and balances this week. So we got to do things differently. Do know that Mars opposite, sorry, Mercury opposite Mars 
is a little intense. Mercury opposite Mars can be very verbally aggressive. It can be dynamic. It can be, I have a, Mars, I have a Mercury Mars conjunction, 12th house though. Um, it can be very pointed. It can be very excited, but we might be having confrontational conversations this week, Mercury opposite Mars. Again, how do we do things differently? By then, the sun is in Libra, so we're in Libra season, diplomacy, connection, finding a solution that works for everybody. So if we're kind of getting a little bit like, you know, want to want to fight or want to kind of get into a, a little bit more of a heated conversation, like again, how do we do things differently? How do we find a better solution? Something to keep in mind this week. On the 27th of September, so Sunday, at least here in New York City, um, Mercury goes into Scorpio. Now, Mercury will spend the better part of 10 weeks in Scorpio, minus, um, and I wrote this down, um, it will, number one, it will be retrograde from October 13th until November 2nd. Then it will kind of dip back into Libra from October 27th to November 10th. So we do have that time when whatever is happening this week, because of, you know, Mercury will retrace its steps at the end of October and into November, we may have to revisit some of the choices that we're making this week. We may have to revisit some of the experiences that we're having this week because Mercury will retrace its steps when it goes retrograde. Now, Mercury in Scorpio, Mercury, mind, communication, information, ideas, choices, curiosity, Scorpio, intensity, psychological intensity, mysteries, getting to the bottom of mysteries. You can take the analysis of Mercury and sort of apply it to the psychological intensity of Scorpio, the needing to get to the bottom of things of Scorpio. People who typically have Mercury uh, an aspect to uh, in Mercury and Scorpio, um, usually there's a lot of intelligence or there's like a very sharp analytical mind, sometimes an obsessive mind. You obsess over details, facts, ideas, information, which can be a plus or a minus depending on how you use it. But I always think it's like the classic investigator, gotta get behind the scenes, gotta get down to what really things are there are any illusions, do trust that Mercury and Scorpio goes right through illusions. It's like a truth serum. It's like a x-ray vision. So we're all going to have some x-ray vision as we go into October. We're all going to get a little obsessed about the facts. We're all going to talk about things, Mercury, that we wouldn't normally talk about Scorpio, because maybe it's just not polite. You know, Scorpio talks about the things, the emotions, the subject matter that we don't normally talk about in polite society. It's the things that we keep private. It's the things that only the people that really truly know us know about. So there may be a sense that things that are normally hidden are coming out, especially as Mercury sort of prepares for its retrograde as we go into October. Speaking of October, just to kind of put a few things on the timeline as we round out September, it really is crazy to think that we are rounding out September. Um, at the end of September, so this will be next week's 
astrology, uh, Saturn is turning sta uh, stationing direct. It's turning direct at 25 degrees of Capricorn. It will be the last time that Saturn makes a station in Capricorn for probably another 28 years. I know, crazy. Um, yes, the next time Saturn will be back in Capricorn will be three decades from now. Uh, who knows what's going to be happening then. But when Saturn turns direct or station retrograde, in this case it's turning direct, it means that it's saturating the collective with its archetype, seriousness, needing to do the right thing, cause and effect, karma, putting things into balance. Remember, Saturn loves balance. It's exalted in Libra. Um, commitments, getting things in order. You know, Saturn in Capricorn sets a high bar. It's, or, you know, kind of makes us look at some of the things that we don't want to look at because Pluto's nearby. But it's setting a high bar and it's saying that we all need to push ourselves higher. It's a little bit more of a cautious placement for Saturn. It typically doesn't take a lot of risks. It's really building and planning for the future. There's a sense of strategy with Saturn and Capricorn. So we're really thinking about the serious stuff as we go into next week. Um, Saturn stations direct at 25 degrees of Capricorn. It's in the ballpark of Pluto. We're not going to get the Saturn conjunct Pluto again, but there just might be some intense stuff as we go into October. Another chance for these old structures to reform, to re rebuild, to tear down, to build again. Um, it's a time when that key area of our life that I mentioned earlier, if you missed it, watch the replay. Um, this key area of our life needs that Saturn, like sit down, Saturn is sort of like saying, hey, you got two months until December 17th to sort of figure out this area of your life because when I leave, I'm not gonna be back for another 30 years. So don't sleep on the next two months. You really, Saturn does reward us. Saturn does, uh, it gives us a pat on the back, it gives us the promotion, it gives us the opportunity when we really show Saturn that we can handle things, that we, we get the, the positive karma, but it, you know, it also can say no, it can set boundaries, it can really push us in the direction that is more in alignment with our dharma, karma, structure of our life, um, if we've kind of veered off the path. I, Something that I often teach, in fact, I did a webinar on this called Facing Saturn. Um, I guess it was last year at this point. Um, you know, Saturn comes to us in three forms. We can have Saturn as the life coach. We can have Saturn as the parent, or we can have Saturn as the cop. So as we go into next week, really work with Saturn as the life coach to set goals, to really make some, um, you know, what do you want to achieve? by December 17th. What needs to get fixed? What needs to get into alignment? What needs to get in harmony? Um, because we're going to even have, we're going to have some intense astrology as we go into next week. Mars will be square Saturn. We've got an Aries full moon on October 1st. So 
we'll save that for next week's look at the astrology. So this has just been your look at September 21st to September 27th, 2020. Yes, we are not just rounding out September, but we're starting to get to the last stretch of the year. We're hitting Libra season this week. Um, just want to say hello and thank you to those that are watching on the replay, whether it is here on Facebook Live or on YouTube, on my IGTV channel, on Instagram, um, or even listening on Spotify. So thank you all. Continue to you know, check in, say hello. Let me know how you're feeling the astrology. Let me know where you are, because like I said, I can't travel. I got three planets in Sagittarius and I can't travel. Um, I don't know. Maybe that will change in the near future, but I'm a little cautious. Um, until then, do be well. You can follow me on um, Facebook, Empowering Astrology, Instagram, Empowering Astro. Um, go to my website, empoweringastrology.com. You can go to the show notes, sign up for my newsletter. I give you a little uh, email, like heads up on this week's astrology. It's in your inbox on Monday mornings. Um, and then of course, we have our live check-in. Um, you can always book a session with me. I you know many of you on the comments are my clients and I love connecting with you all and helping you to see the time of your life because I think the birth chart, this exact moment that you're born, is like one of the most important documents that you have access to. It shows me what time it is in your life. It shows me the, the narrative. It shows me karma. It shows me dharma. It shows me what are you trying to learn in this lifetime. So until then, Take care. Be well. Bye.